0: Thanks for tuning in today. It's Kevin from Bison Moon, Reach the Moon podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the new twist to some of these uh, knowledge podcasts. I'm enjoying putting them out. If you'd like to talk on a topic, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk with you. This topic today is going to be about what we know about structure. We constantly look at our houses, our buildings, um, spaces, and I almost want to relate the structures to our physical body And then also think about the structures of how they're designed, how innovative they are or are not. And also the way uh, some of us actually live in the structures. And I think that's all starting to change. So obviously on a lighter note, try not to be negative. This world is starting to really change in the way that it's becoming a rental property. Property regulations have really got stricter. And not that that's a bad thing. Uh, ideally, the restrictions are looking out for one another because you don't want your neighbor's positives or negatives influencing yours. For the most part, where we live, we do try to view it as positive. Uh, anybody that has ever been broken into uh, with their vehicle or with their in, in their house can express the feelings of what it actually feels like to be I don't want to use the word violate it because that's not quite the right word, but certainly bombarded on. Kind of an uneasy feeling after something like that happens. Now, what does that have to do with structure? The fact that a lot of people now then start renting houses because they can't financially afford to get into the market changes how we're living. And it's weird when you hear some of the richest people in town. And I don't just mean town, I could even say the world are talking about how to view renting and that now they are purchasing houses just because renting is a viable option for income uh, for themselves. So looking at structure and comparing it to our bodies, we start to think about how much space do we really need? I know that sounds weird, but what in life makes us better? takes up space what in our bodies or mental minds takes up space then we actually need are you stressed about your debt are you overweight and your clothing purchase options are taking up closet space how can we start to downsize mentally and physically to to allow ourselves kind of a smoother existence so something to consider is clutter now typically when you think of clutter you think of the junk drawer at your house we all got them and if you look at that junk drawer and you go i've got 15 pens for some reason we all have 15 pens and you're like okay i just need one pen okay i'll take two just in case the other one breaks and the other 15 pens i'm gonna put into a storage facility and then now you go back to that drawer and you think okay what else is there And all of a sudden you look back in the drawer and there's half the amount that was in there. If you start now thinking about the rest of your life like that and what's important, start writing stuff down that's in your head. Start writing stuff down that's in your house and pay attention to when the last time you used it, when the last time you used your snowshoes. And I'm not asking you to then always have a storage unit rental. I'm not saying that at all. But could you and three friends possibly share snowshoes? Could the three of you share the use of a chainsaw instead of all of us actually using a chainsaw? Now, again, talking about structures of houses and the way that we're deciding to live today, there are different ethnic families. I won't mention who they are uh, or try not to because I think you can put two and two together that in Canada, in the U.S., There are lots of different ways to live, and for the most part, we're used to a certain way. However your ethnic background is, that's the way you're used to living. So with that being said, I want you to start thinking about how else you can live. If you buy a property, can you subdivide the property and live with your friends or rent out to your friends Or have a different structure? Could you live in a townhouse setting? If you had a smaller footprint on your own, for example, I know I can live in the truck for a week or a month. I enjoy having my space, but if I had this and a gym membership so that I could still go for a run and have all the space and a storage facility, I could probably get my rent down too. This is me as a one guy, not as a dad of four kids with a wife, but I know I could probably actually get down my living situation to $100 a month and be comfortable. Yes, by law, you can't live in a truck like this. You need a mailing address and all that kind of stuff. But if that gives you an idea, because there are people right now that are strapped for money that are struggling to pay their two dollars or $3,000 a month mortgage and to know that other people are out there that maybe are only living off of a $1,000 a month. So how much could I de-stress my life? Like I just said, I I would have a gym membership, which would give me access to racquetball courts, a running track, a sauna, a a weight room. A lot of gyms nowadays also have like a healthy eating restaurant in them. And the fact that then I could even drive the semi-truck to the fitness facility. I'm not saying we all need to buy semi-trucks and sleep in them, but how can you change your life? Do you need the king size bed with a chair uh, that has a window that outlooks this and that? Can you be doing the same thing you're doing just a little differently? And what little impacts can you make to your life? I feel like this podcast has taken like a turn in a different direction uh, than I've started it off with. But hopefully you can make sense of it. So I know I got off on a weird tangent uh, talking about sleeping in my truck and all that stuff and how much space do I need. But then I guess I want you to think about your body as how much space or how much food for energy does your body need. I know I got off on a weird tangent talking about how I'm sleeping in my truck. But then I want you to think about your own body. How much are you consuming for space on the amount of food that you're eating? how much for space are you consuming with your mental capacity we all know what it feels like to be burnt out or on the go too much or overfull, or spent tired because we are not eating right when we're going for a run and I want you to start applying that whole living situation thought towards eating on consumption How are we structuring our bodies? If you're structuring your bodies with strong, good food and strong, good, clean resources, you're going to have a strong house. You're going to have a strong body. Then the other thing about structures that I want to talk about is how they're actually built. So for example, you can think about a 2 by 4 We all know that typically the walls we have today are filled with 2 by 4 walls. If you upgrade your walls a little bit, you can get 2x6s. Typically in walls, you never see the 2x10s or 2x12s. You can see those in floor applications. And if you don't quite understand what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the size of the boards for the relative of what they're meant to do. The 2x4 is the strongest vertically. The second way that it's the strongest is in the two two inches by four inches setup um and that's used to span gaps or anything like that when you're building stuff then the other way that it's the strongest or let's call it the weakest is the board laid down in a one by four so now it's lengthwise hopefully you can picture what i'm trying to explain here but i want you to start thinking about your body uh in a similar angle so when you're out doing exercises or out working out how is your body structured when you decide to do a bench press of 400 pounds you are putting that much more stress in your body and i know there's lots of guys that look incredible that do it but if you are doing it are you putting other stuff at risk so when you're working out they always tell you to make sure your knees track over your feet And it's like, I understand why they tell me to do that, but do I really know? So if you think about how your body is structured like a building, if you had a wall that was on a 35 degree angle instead of a 90 degree angle, your wall would probably fall down eventually. I'm sure we've all driven past that old, old, old old barn that looks like an eraser, and you know it's just waiting. So we gotta start thinking about our bodies like that. When we're talking about, Uh, food and consumption and stress something's got to give if we are off kilter off on our angles a little bit so the more we can be stronger by eating the cleaner foods think about how you know about structures think about how you know your body does your body perform really well picking up 400 pounds did your body pick up 400 pounds yesterday so if you were a structure and you took 400 pounds and you dropped it on a floor. How many times could you drop that on a floor without the floor saying, hey, 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 I, I'm i here, I'm here, like, I'm going to fall apart. And I'm not saying that you might ever fall apart. You know what I mean? Maybe you can do that till you're 70 years old and you're a strong floor. But do you have the money to fix the floor if it breaks? Do you have the means of the medical services... If the floor breaks and then, you know, if you fix that floor once, like you tear up all the carpet and you fix the floor, your knees or your elbows, no different than the floor, aren't the same as they used to be. I know this is a weird analogy and I'm not a nutritionist or even anybody that spends a lot of time in the gym. But again, it's just different angles that I want people to think about when they're talking about personal improvement. Think about what you know around you and how it relates to how you could change your life. Because every little change you make is a good impact or a bad impact. So if you think about pillars for a house, and then if you think of one of those American, down south, southern, typical white houses with the big pillars out front, or even if you think about some of the Greek ancient pillars they look similar to your bones in your body they look like a finger joint or your thigh bone they're meant to hold things up vertically so when you're talking about weight loss you think about how small that bone inside there might actually be and what it's holding positive or negative because things have to be balanced you could be too skinny you could be too big you could be skinny and fit you could be big and fit there's no judgment on either one of them it's about how you feel and how the structure is designed if you grew up as a thicker person then that's the best way to start to judge your feelings not asking anybody to look in the mirror and judge themselves and compare themselves to one another but each person is designed differently each house even if it's a cookie cutter house and is all built on the same street as one another, are just designed differently from one another. Somebody can put one nail in differently, you can have one meal different than your than somebody else, and your body just reacts to it differently. I think you can kind of hear what I'm saying. But just enjoy what you know. Relate it to real life. Look at what you can start doing to improve your life even if you don't own it. But own up to what you might have and make the best of it. And if you can't, then share your wealth with somebody else. Thanks for tuning in today. It's Kevin from Bison Moon Group, Reach the Moon Podcast. Stuff I know. Please check me out at bisonmoon.ca or if you have any questions or comments, you can email me or leave a comment on iTunes.